Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we're back. Hey, hey, hey. Do you remember that cartoon that was uh, the Fat Albert cartoon? Did you yeah. ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so creepy now to think about. Like, that was just like a, a, a cartoon that was on, but that dude's totally like a hardcore, you know, sex abuser. <laughs> Well, that's a way to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, everybody loved Bill Cosby so much. Yeah. He even had a cartoon. He was oh. the Jello Pudding Pop Man. <laughs> I I was an avid uh, uh, Cosby show watcher, too. Oh, were you really? I really like that show. But. That wasn't even on the radar today for us to be talking about on the level. No, I'm not we sure just how said, we landed here. I just said, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's okay with me if we want to move on to something else. Yeah, but that I cartoon don't... was funny. <laughs> and also, when you think about it, too, it's like, I don't think it would do well today. Even without Bill Cosby, I don't think it would do well yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot so, of cartoons that uh, probably shouldn't. No, didn't age, age very well. No, Did no, no, not no. age very yeah. well at all. No, yeah. no, that's true. So, except He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Ooh, that reminds me. What? what did you watch today? I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> it wasn't He-Man, but it was She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, She-Hulk dropped today. And so I watched the first episode. I have been waiting. Yeah. What did oh, you think? I love the Hulk so much. And, you know, by association, his, uh, his green cousin, She-Hulk. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was... Uh, just enough humor, but it obviously not a comedy, you know? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the action wasn't like a lot of big fights and all that kind of stuff, even though they fought each other at one point and, and that was kind of fun to watch. Um, they really were setting the stage for the storyline. So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, having seen like a lot of the things that are coming and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm just a big fan. I'm a big fan. So uh, I can geek out on this stuff, you know, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did so you find might not want to let me just run away with it. So <laughs> I did find it interesting though that you know they they put a lot of things in there for dimension, like how tall they end up getting when they right, turn right. into the Hulk. And but I did find that I I just thought she would get bigger. <laughs> you mean more muscular? Yeah, and she yeah. just looks like. You know, somebody just left CrossFit. I don't know. Yeah, she just looks really tall and, yeah. and athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Her boobs did grow, though. <laughs> I'm not really sure how that, you know, part of the Well, it would be weird if they stayed the same size when she grew. Well, well yes. You mean but it, you mean unproportionally. You mean they grew more. From what she was before. They grew more. What, what I think is funny, too, is like her... Like her hair grows out to this yeah. long flowing weave and, you know, her hair is pretty short and, you know, <laughs> well, not yeah. really short, but just, you know. Which is, just seems strange because, I mean, I know it's not testosterone that's causing her hulkness. Right. But it's, all of. It's gamma radiation. It's gamma radiation. A lethal dose, by the way. Yeah. But I would just <laughs> expect that if you're, you know, you usually get less feminine, and it seemed like she, in some ways, oh, got more. But not with gamma radiation. <laughs> it, Give me some gamma. <laughs> it, it maintains all the best parts of you, and makes other parts even better. <laughs> I would. I think if I got some Hulk blood in my blood, 
Yeah. I think um, I would probably stay Hulk. <laughs> what was it that he said to like fear and anger or what what bring him out and she's like that's the baseline of every woman <laughs> yes. i was like okay so either i would handle this really well or right. <laughs> this is yeah not a good combo. yeah i i feel like i got all the hulk rage and none of his muscle tone <laughs> or strength. <laughs> I'm just like, I just go rage with, with beast. With your arthritic <laughs> arm, But I can't quite grip things. <laughs> I, and I, I rage and hulk out because I can't hold on to a, a wrench while I'm trying to, you know, tighten a bolt. That's what makes me upset is it like it keeps slipping out of my hands. Remember that time, youth group? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh <laughs> into the mic. Yeah. Um, when you came as uh, Earl, um, Hulk's redneck Hulk's cousin. redneck cousin Earl. <laughs> and I wore a wife beater with my with my big belly. And, uh, and, and you my, painted yourself green. I painted myself green. And I painted, and, and I put a, a like a root beer bottle, not a beer bottle, but in my... My uh, uh, basketball shorts, oh, yeah. waistband. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was funny. Yeah, what's funny is that that uh, character actually exists. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, not Earl, and not just like that, but there is a whole Hulk storyline, like, in the future, and it's like a whole family of Hulks, and they're all, like, inbred rednecks, like cannibals and all kinds. Like, they're, they're oh, vile, gross, wicked monsters you know (laughs) so it's kind of funny i didn't actually know uh, about them then but i do now and then you've got uh this hulk um series that's uh you know yoga and yeah (laughs) yeah. hey what are you drinking today i don't know you made it for me i think you. oh you know exactly what i'm painted lady uh gin but it's a barrel aged gin yeah so so it's it's, uh it's bourbon barrel aged gin but we made old fashions with it mm-hmm. because I really like it. So this is a distillery that's here in Astoria, where we are. We'll get to that in a minute. And uh, uh, last time we were in Cannon Beach, we found a tasting room of theirs, yeah. and uh, and and really like their gin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's you know, and, and their of course, Bloody Mary mix was amazing. oh, they have an amazing Bloody Mary mix too. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, so we got a, a thing of this. You know, I'm always curious about barrel aged gins and stuff too. So we got a, a bottle of this, and I just, I think it's a sipper. Like, yeah. I am I love it. But it also makes really good old-fashioned. So let's actually, you know, yeah. cheers. cheers. Cheers to another episode. And yeah. I have our... Puffin Wines can of yeah. Um And that makes me think of um, Erica Addington. She With the puffin? Yeah, the puffins. Yeah. And we saw one last time. God we damn, that's it. good. Wow, that's good. That is just, yeah. that's just good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, super happy with that. So, uh, oh, we didn't say the name of the distillery. It's Pilot House Distilling. So, oh yeah, yeah, based in uh, based in Astoria, but they have a tasting room in Cannon Beach. I think they have is a tasting it, room in Portland too. Is it Astoria or Astoria? Astoria. I think it's Astoria. <laughs> I don't know. We should ask somebody else because <laughs> both of us are just going to give our fucking opinions. So. 
so yeah, where are we? We're here in Astoria. Well, we're not uh, really in Astoria. We're, we're about thirty minutes out. So. Yeah, we're. Uh, I think the closest little town is Olney. O L N E Y. It's not even really a. It's not it's, a town. It's a, It's on there. It's I know, there. but it's like they two churches a, across the street from each other. They have a church and a bar, so I think that makes them. A I don't town. even think they have a bar. They do. It, right there in the little store we were in, it's a saloon. Only saloon. All their memorabilia and stuff is sitting there, and they yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So well, they're the, officially a town. You think those are the those two places were the same place? I'm really asking. I don't know if they. No, I, there was a separate door on the outside. No, <laughs> not oh. the not the store in the saloon. I believe that could oh, be okay. a thing. But like, it seemed like there was a decent amount of space between where the churches were and where that little store was. Which I know that there's a sign that says the churches are only right. And then the store seemed like it was further up, but but the saloon was called only saloon. Don't so you want to? Don't you want to keep saying only? only. <laughs> it's really messing it's with old me. Knee, old knee, not only. Only. <laughs> it's the yeah. it's the only saloon and only. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot it's of the, Trump flags. Were it's the only out only there. saloon. Yes, there were. In and fact, I, there was what you thought there was a hand-painted Trump it flag. It looked like it was wooden at first, so I was like, oh, shit, they hand-painted this thing. But it was proudly and prominently displayed right over the entryway to their house, like right on their like, yeah. their front stoop there. I did so. see some shirts in the uh, little store there where we got gas and ice cream. Yes, we um, did, because we did. I saw uh, shirts and hats that said, eat elk. <laughs> and then the, inside the you know outline of the state of Oregon, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, like to put on a shirt, eat elk. Oh, <laughs> instead eat elk. of instead of eat beef. I don't yeah, know. There's, I mean, I don't it, know. It, yeah, it's weird. I, it is. That is a little weird because I mean, you, I get the eat beef thing because that's ranchers who make their living from it. And they're yeah. like, "No, please use our product so we can make eat money, beef. make yeah. a living." Yeah. But uh, eat elk. There's, I don't know. It was. I don't weird. know what I industry was, is really. I mean, I know. you know. I mean, there's lots of it different was all industries. Camouflage. So. Oh, maybe that's. <laughs> I don't know. Do you see a theme here? Maybe it was just fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are uh, up above Astoria, um, yeah. and on the top of a, well, kind of on the top. We're pretty much on the top of a hill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we're on top of a mountain. This is oh. not a hill. It's yeah. Okay. It's a mountain. Okay. Small mountain. It's large not hill. a small mountain. It's a large hill. Honey, it's a small mountain. I was looking at. Oh, shut up. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, but we, uh, yeah, we we have a couple of criteria when we're looking specifically for a place like this because this is a certain type of place that we look for, where it's like far enough out that we're relatively sure we won't be running into people with any kind of regularity. Right. Um, we had one person drive up the drive where we're parked here um, to this campsite. Well, but and there's a reason why we off, we will set time apart aside to not be around people because we usually have recordings to do. Yeah. We have um, big work projects to, yeah. to work we have to do. Like, yeah. And we just get in here and we will, we'll work for, you know, 10 hours a day and, and, you know, stop to eat and really that's about it you know yeah, we kind of pound out a lot of stuff in a yeah short period so these are like concentrated work times for us so which are i mean i i like it um i like to be up here but it you know again with some of the stuff we talked about last week with some of our um you know the the, the restrictions that we have to being able to go like full off grid you know yeah we still have to you know 
look at about four, maybe five. We can push to five sometimes. Um, in fact, are we pushing to five this time? No, I think we're only putting. Yeah, we are. Yeah. No. We just yeah, got here no, yesterday. Yeah, no. No, we did not. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> know what's going on right now. Who cares? Nobody wants to hear this shit. No, nobody does. I don't even want to hear it. Okay, so anyway, uh, we're up here, and uh, it's, uh, you know, there's a part of it I think that's that's beautiful, but there's another part to where we're like, I mean, seriously, it's such thick shrub trees, like all the way around us, that like really you can't see anything. Like it, no. like we feel like we're in this little compound almost. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's when there's kind of one the road up, of what we had at the beach. At the beach, yeah. Um, and so, uh, but it's been, but I mean, it's been. But you do get to poop in the forest. I do. And so. let me tell you, nothing's better than that. <laughs> so. you, you came in the other night and you're like, I don't know what it was, but there is something out there and I'm not going back out. <laughs> <laughs> there was something rustled around in the trees. It was not small. I'm not going to say it was huge, but it was not small. <laughs> so it wasn't like a little mouse or something. It was bigger than a mouse smaller than a sasquatch (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure it wasn't a sasquatch pretty sure it wasn't a mouse there's a lot of shit in between that and you were like oh i left my shoes out there i don't want something to eat it and i'm like well you have to take a chance because fuck that (laughs) and then i was like in the window shining my flashlight out all over like are there gonna be eyes facing back at me if there were I just shit my pants. I know. You guys <laughs> already done that outside. I, I did not shit my pants outside. <laughs> Never mind. No, but that's a different didn't... kind of thing, you know? It's like when you get really scared, it's not about whether you have to go or not. So it's that about is... your body just like, you know, preparing for the flight mechanism. So when I get scared, I just go into anger mode. So I skip the whole poop my pants part. Uh, there's a, you know, you running from what you thought was a rabid wolf right at me that says otherwise story that I we could get into at some pants. point. No, but you were not angry either. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, okay. So these are the kinds of things that go through our mind when we're out here in places like this where it's pitch black. Yeah. We're out here in the middle of nowhere. It's like the things that go through my mind is that like, if I turn the light on, I know, I know, I know there's going to be some gray, scrawny, like skeletal figure out there hunched over, but on two legs with like long claws and sharp teeth. And it's just going to like, look at me and its eyes are going to shine. And I like, like seriously, these kind of things go into my head and I'm like, and that's why I won't turn on the light. Because I'm like, I know it's out there. If I turn on the light, it will be there. And so I just don't turn on lights. <laughs> See, I, I, you, you go, you know, full on alien ish yeah. monster. Yeah, monster I'm not sure mode. what that is. I go to, um, uh, like chainsaw massacre kind of thing. Mm. Like totally human. Yeah. And psycho. Who, right. who knows that nobody's going to find anything up here in these woods. Right. And that's what's going to come after us. Nobody knows we're here. <laughs> Nobody cares where we are. And uh, they'll just be like, oh, they didn't put out a podcast this week. Oh, well, that sounds normal. <laughs> that sounds normal. <laughs> 
hasn't been normal for four whole episodes now. Yeah, well, we're pushing it. We get <laughs> later and later on Thursdays, but that's not okay. Listen, okay, we're listen. We're like a TGIF on ABC back in the day, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't we're like. like it. <laughs> This like is it. prime time, baby. We're dropping Messing, our podcast at prime time. What? Thursday night <laughs> is not prime time. That's when Survivor. We're up against no, you Survivor. Know we're you're doing gonna, great. You're going to push this and push this and push this, and it will start to be a Friday launch, and I will be so pissed off. <laughs> I will change I, my ways. I need I a schedule. Have I not said this on every single podcast? Know, my hardest adjustment is schedule. Listen, there are things that happened in our life that, you know... Anyway, yeah, we, yeah, this, we're just we're yeah. getting a little, a little too much into the inner workings of our dysfunction right Get your now. Foot off me! No, it's not <laughs> it's, on you. It's very scratchy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about something else. Um, <gasps> we had uh, okay, so we're up here right now, but since the last episode, so much when we were happened. on the beach. Uh, oh my gosh, so much has happened. Yeah, we went in and stayed in the Seattle area, Issaquah, with our friends Mark and Christy. Um, that was like resort RVing. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, we never which was, stayed anywhere like yeah, that Yeah, and I'm really not a fan of it, you know? No, so, no um, there was a lot of pavement. Yeah, um, but it was it was great to spend time with them. We went into yeah. Seattle, saw lots you of really shit in Seattle. You really the showers. Yeah, I did. <laughs> because anytime I get a not shower in our tiny little shower, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we went and ate at the well and table again, which is, I, yeah. I know we talk about this so much, but it's like, oh my God, it's such good food. We're going to go broke eating there, though. Well, that's why we can't go eat there again for a year. So, because yeah, <laughs> uh, we did drop a few bucks there. Of course, we were there for like three hours and like had a constant stream of. You know, drinks and, drinks and apps and, you know, and then dinner and desserts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it was but such a great time. So we had so much fun. fun. Yeah. yeah we had the a great staff, time. you know, and, and Jason and Christian and we're, you know, both working that night. And so got to meet you know, Christian's to, girlfriend. Yep. Yep. And so we got to hang out and just, you know, shoot the shit with them and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was that was such a blast. Um, but then after that, we went back. Uh, coastal again, so on the on well, the west we also, side. We of the also Cascades. spent some time in Seattle, and we had so, what you said was probably the best clam chowder you've ever had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. I had um, a like a curry chowder. It was vegan because I don't eat fish. Right. <laughs> so there was nothing else on the menu. I had one option, uh, and, but it was so fish. good. It's not or something. No, that's oysters. That's oysters. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, we did have a we, but it was fun. Um, And then we got a we got a slow jam to some you know eighties worship tunes out in the park while we were there too. So that was that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So were those worship songs? Oh yeah, yeah. Like seriously, like serious slow jam (laughs) eighties. worship <laughs> i didn't realize that yeah I was maybe 90s 80s was a long ago. time ago now. i know i know i get it mixed up like, i know what's what? maybe even 2000s because the 90s was a long time ago so yeah. um but uh and then we yeah okay so yes we had some fun in seattle and then we went back towards the coast because it's just getting i mean it was well it's been hot we talked about this already we're not mm-hmm. going to go into that again um and uh and it's watching the weather it's supposed to have another Stay, heat yeah. wave come through it's so we're like we got to get you know coastal which is why we're out here right now 
but we uh, we found this uh, this Harvest Host site, and again, Harvest Host is the service we use where you can, you know, stay at farms, breweries, you know, wineries, wineries. you know, that kind of stuff. To stay at a winery and just people's houses too. They just kind of open up, and you can you know you pay like you know one hundred and twenty bucks a year. And you can just request to stay at their place for free. And they're like, yeah, come on. Yeah. You know, so we were at this farm. Well, it was a little different at this place. It's not uncommon for a, a, a business to, to host, you know, several. Yeah. yeah. But she had like, I think it was nine there. The second and, night. Yeah. yeah and, and it was like, I mean, it was cl- it was eight or so, seven or eight the night before. when The first night we were there. We stayed there two nights. But we just. I think we were closer to six. But you know, yeah, we, anyway. we talk a lot of shit about not liking people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. No. Um, it's, it's shit. We met incredible people there. It was so you much know, fun. It was so much fun. You know, we had talked about, I mean, we've had a lot of fun with different people all along the way. Yeah. But this was very unique. It was. Um, we, none of us knew each other. Um, no. And this Harvest Host, it was a little goat farm. Yeah. And it has oh my gosh, the the flowers, the the flower gardens and the she had some uh vegetable gardens too, but things weren't ripe, so I don't know what all right. was what. Right. But um but these goats were right outside our door. Yeah. And um yeah. so when we pulled up, I uh it was funny because I was I had a call almost immediately, like a, a class that I yeah. had to be at. And so I just set up right away while you finished getting everything done outside and I just get to work on my thing and I keep hearing stuff out there and people on my call were like, what is that sound? Are you like around a bunch of children, like a playground? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's out there. So I rolled up the window and I'm like, yeah, it's kids, goat kids. (laughs) And, uh, and they were just, uh, they were so cool though. They were super friendly. The, the, um, Deb, the farmer, uh, knows them all by name and it's like this I don't know it was super cool but the people that we met there we all gathered around for what she hosts a little happy hour yeah and she serves her goat cheese and her which th- oh my god uh, I don't know if I've ever had goat cheese before I have but this was not it was, what I've had before I mean I couldn't stop eating it it was so good it was so good and then she also had what it was a huckleberry um, liqueur well, it's like uh, no, it was rhubarb. It was Sorry, it was like rhubarb. a yeah, and rhubarb and something else. Because, but they grow a lot of rhubarb there yeah. too. So on the farm, um, and so we, we, it kind of brought us all together, and we all just start talking and hanging out, and um, and it wasn't like like a real happy hour, like a full on bar. We we all had a drink, but it wasn't anything yeah. like that. Yeah, we were just but it was we just, just hanging out, hanging getting to know out. each other. There were yeah, some tables there. And learn about the farm, yeah. learn about what she's doing, you know, getting to know each other. What are you know, what are, where are you doing? You where are you from? Where are you going? Yeah. You know, all those yeah. questions yeah. and and everybody had a story. And so the happy hour moved to our place. Yeah. And it's the first party we've hosted in our at totally our, our pod. Yeah. Um and uh, <laughs> I was making espresso martinis. Yes, and, you were. Yeah. And uh it was just I don't I don't we didn't get to bed till one o'clock. Yeah. And it was I I don't know if I've had that much fun in so long yeah. with people I absolutely didn't know. And by the end by the next day, you know, we're all hugging goodbye and you know, all of that. <laughs> it was like we just had this uh, we shared stories. Yeah. We just shared um 
all of our stories. Yeah. It was pretty um, amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I learned something in this moment. You know, you all come into this um, this happy hour, meeting each other for, for the first time, and you have a little bit of a pretense that you come with, right? Right. You aren't sure what you should share, what you can't share, what who you are, what... Who voted for who? Like, <laughs> you don't know this stuff, right? And the so important stuff. <laughs> well, you know, it's pretty divisive. Well, yeah, but who's, who's religious? Who's not? not? What yeah. can you, I mean, because I have can been I say here? To can I, times. yeah, can I, you know, should I swear? Should I not swear? Yeah. Should I, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I usually just dive right in to break right. the ice. <laughs> Let everybody know. Well, it's okay. we won them all over with espresso martini. So, <laughs> we, <did. laughs> we had lifelong friends after that. Um, but, uh, so if, if all of you guys, you know who you are and you're listening oh such a great oh time we love i already time. miss you guys yeah. um i'm yeah. ready to do, find you guys out there again but yeah. um but we just we just had such a beautiful night yeah. um had so much fun um and i for me can i just keep talking is that okay yeah okay so for me i met this girl amanda her husband matt were uh are traveling together for like nine months on the road in a sprinter van yeah, their intention is to be full time. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're full time nomads. I'm just gonna right. They're, I'm just they're, gonna say they're full time and you know, with So we connected on that. Yeah. yeah. And um so anyway, uh we're kinda talking and it comes up that we do podcasts. Yeah. And Amanda just got I mean, her eyes just lit up and she's <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's been my dream <laughs> to have a podcast and to even be on a podcast. And I was like well, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I interview women from all over the world for my podcast. And she's like, what? And I said, so why don't you just come over tomorrow and we'll podcast. So we yeah. did. Yeah. And she shared her story, which yeah. I'll release on my connected podcast. And yeah. um, and so it just felt so good to be able to make somebody's, you know, dream happen to be able to do that. And um, I think she's hooked. You know, I, yeah. if, if we see a podcast started by her somewhere in the future, right. it, right. I won't be surprised. And yeah. and then um, a lot of the people that were there that night, except for Matt and Amanda, left um, the next day to go All on. the people. Yeah, to yeah, go it was on just, It was just the two of us that left, and then a whole new group came in. And a whole new group came in. And, you know, I have to say I was a little nervous because I'm like, wait a minute, we had such a good time last night. I, I, I don't know. We, you can't do that twice. Right. And right. then um, then I was a little concerned that, you know, I, you just don't know. You just don't know. Like, you don't know. You don't know. And, um, you don't so, know. If it, it felt like just like a, a really unique experience. Yeah. And so then it was like, oh, maybe n- she, now I, I all these thought, other people are here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I thought maybe I should we should have just left and like let it be what it was. Right. And um. But then uh, we met more people. Yeah. And not all of the people connected. I think a few of them had kind of come together. But yeah. there was one woman who was traveling completely by herself with her husky um, from the East Coast. Yeah. Her name was Amanda also. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, and then um, then we met this guy, Joe. Yeah. And uh, You're going to hear about Joe someday. Like yeah. everybody, everybody's going to know who Joe is someday. Yeah. So I, I put a picture of um, us with Joe and Amanda and Matt on our Instagram page. Yeah. Um, but Joe is, um, he's a nomad, uh, traveling in a schoolie. He's a, he's a passionate photographer. photographer. Like, and, and I say that very intentionally 
because he like he I mean gets he lost in I I know there's some employment yeah. around it as well but but what he loves is just to find people and and to just take their pictures and he did it yeah. he took all of our pictures while we were there yeah, yeah he did and um and it was almost like um he's one of those people he reminds us of ourselves in this one way I mean, and he's that, way more cool than I yeah, am, but not you, but me. Yeah, yeah, definitely cooler than you. Um, <laughs> but um, as much as he wants and needs to make money with the thing that he he does yeah. with his life, it's also like a gift he gives to the universe. Right. And so that struggle, that tension with making money and but doing, you can't help but do that thing that makes you yeah. light up inside. Yeah. So um, it was really exciting to um, to be a part of that. We He has a podcast that he does with a friend of his, Tim, and we all set up inside his schoolie, and yeah. we were going to go live um, for, or not live podcast, but we were going <laughs> to record a podcast with an and, audience. Yeah, and he, he and, invited us all in to sit there. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we just had the worst connection um, yeah, they you know, get cell connected, connection so, yeah. or the internet connection. So it didn't actually play out and happen. I was so disappointed, but um, but it was just great to to walk into his um, schoolie and into his home and sit in his space where he's used to doing these podcasts yeah. and, and and just be part of his world. Yeah, and we should name it. We should t- say what his podcast is in case anybody else wants to check yeah. it out. Yeah, so the No Name Road Show. Is, yes, is the name of his podcast with yeah. Tim and Joe. Yeah, and um, uh, we we haven't had a chance to listen to an episode yet of his podcast, and so we plan on doing that as we travel. Yeah, um, which is really exciting. But um, but yeah, it was just uh, it's just like a well, and then it didn't end. It didn't end. No, we um, Joe took everybody's pictures. Yeah, um, and he he just just watching him do his thing was you just felt like you were in the presence of something very spiritual yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, and then later that night we all are Joe and Tim and Amanda and not Tim, sorry, <laughs> Matt and Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Um, and us got together, um, at, um, Amanda and Matt's place, yeah. <laughs> like 50 <laughs> feet away. <laughs> um, and we just... Which they have an amazing Overlander build, Sprinter build. Yeah, Oh, my absolutely. God. And, uh, and we just spent the evening talking and yeah. we talked about real, real stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so my by the end of the weekend, my soul was just so full. Like, yeah. um, it, it had amazed me that with people we've never met before that we could have such um connection with and have such yeah. an experience yeah. that we all walked away going yeah this was like a moment in this in time you know yeah so yeah no i i totally agree um and uh, you know like i said we you know, we bullshit a lot about not liking people but it, it <laughs> It's not really the I case. I have a very specific <laughs> list. Like, I don't like stupid drivers. Um, I don't like people who back up in traffic. I would say, but more than not liking people, I would say that... I don't like behaviors. Oh, okay, but that... <laughs> so, what What I w- am trying to say... I, I now understand what you are saying, but what I am trying to say... <laughs> Is that it's more about just being leery of people. 
Um, yeah. And and this is a lot of and, and I'm not really intending to go into this at all right now. Uh, it's just a, it's just something that's actually I'm kind of recognizing right now in this mm, moment. Mm. Um, but uh, that you know we've had a lot of shit with people. You know, yeah. and, uh, you know, especially all my years of, you know, being a pastor and all that kind of stuff, people that you, that you loved and trusted and thought loved and, and trusted us and, you know, mm-hmm. and that would, you know, that turn on us and, and, and all that. And, um, and we're just like, you know what, I just, I've grown like leery of, especially new people. You just don't, you just don't know. Well, and I, and some of the people we've met along the way who are new to us and we try have to really, reinforced that have reinforced it. And I'm not saying everything is a bad experience cause it hasn't been, Mm-mm. but you get a few bad apples out there who their only purpose in building relationship with you is to convert you to what they believe. I'm just like, yeah, <sighs> the whole, and, and I just want to say, listen, listen, listen. I know all too well about quote unquote friendship evangelism. And I'll just say it right now. You can fuck right off. You know, yeah. It's like, I don't want you trying to become my friends. So you can evangelize me. Anyway, that's kind of a side track to say that, you know, when you, when you can actually like, it's not about not liking people. It's a, it, it's a, it's a like being leery. It's about, yeah. About like feeling um, like we have to kind of protect ourselves a little bit, and and you know what? Honestly, I don't know that we, I don't think we did that enough at at certain times no, in our life. I agree you know, with you. Um, and we let people in that we shouldn't have let in. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I'm not trying to play a victim card here. I mean, we have certainly hurt people too. You know, I think I think for the most part we own that when we do. But yeah. anyway, so it's just so. Um, amazing mm-hmm. when you know you can connect with a new group of people and like and like no I really like these humans like yeah. I I want to be here with them like I, I don't want to be anywhere else in this moment than right here with these humans yeah and it was uh, you know for the most part it was the same thing on the sailing trip too right oh yeah, yeah um, just a, like a group of people that we we knew one person and you know Mark and we didn't even know him that well right and, no no and uh and we're like okay let's go sailing together for 10 days you know and you know uh, um, again amazing amazing people amazing people so i don't know i just feel like there's um I there's think it's gonna you know you and i've been we've been through a lot and yeah. um and we we left the church community um feeling this mix of both um supported and loved yeah and used up yeah yeah and um when you feel both things probably equally you don't quite know what to do with it you know yeah um you tend to gaslight yourself a little bit and say uh it wasn't all that bad you know i you know i'm just i'm just whiny today or whatever yeah um but I think that um, when you start to see it play out as we travel and we see our hesitancy to, um, it's not even about being ourselves because I don't think that's really an issue. It's just being open um, yeah. to people again. I think that's really hard. Yeah. Um, we absolutely loved the running community. And I think that for the rules you and I had, we never felt with the runners in Spokane that we were being used in any way. 
No. Um, no, it, it, was, it, it didn't it feel was like great. it. And it was really it, wonderful. I felt like it was very mutual. We were all mm-hmm. in this like life of running together. Um, the business of running, that's, that's another topic. Yeah. 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 But um, so I think just getting out here and um, taking with us the relationships that are important to us as we travel, uh, but also being open to who we might meet on the road. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it brings up some of those things, some of those um, feelings of, um, I, I see it in both of us. Like when we went to that happy hour, you know, we, we both tend to sit back and watch for a little while yep. um, and try and read the room and try and see, okay, where do, where do we fit in this? Um, and then there's a part where I think both of you and I just go, fuck it. Like, yeah. I don't care. I just want to, I just want to enjoy at whatever level, you know, we get past that little, that little nervousness. Yeah. Um, and we just say, Hey, let's just have fun. And, and usually there's a couple of drinks that help with that. Yeah, <laughs> it might. But, um, but it ended up being honestly one of the most, uh, beautiful experiences that I've had yeah. in a long time. So, you know, the other part of it too, I think might be that, you know, we spent most of our years together. Um, and certainly most of our living years, uh, in a space where you are supposed to trust, love, welcome everyone, no matter what they do, no matter mm. what they, you know, how they, uh, no matter what their track record of relationship with you is, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're just supposed to be open arms, loving, forgiving, accepting of everyone, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. And... And so, you know, now, you know, we're, like I said, we're, you know, we're a little more guarded. We're a little more careful. We're a little more protective of ourselves. We don't just jump right into new relationships, Mm -hmm. right? But I I can't help but wonder if that just feels like we don't like people now. Well, (laughs) I think it it can come across that way. No, 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 not come across. I'm talking about internally. Like if there's some of that that's going on because... Where it's such a like it's a different balance of, mm-hmm. of of where we're at, and and because we were so off balance one way before, finding balance feels like we hold people at arm's length. Mm-hmm. Well, that must mean I don't like people, but and so I just wonder if if we're actually just more normal, <laughs> like like the rest of the world, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, and and that you know I'm I, I interpret that. Uh, heavily because of of what it used to be before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe we're not so bad after all. Maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not. I'll say that. I don't, I'm not going to say <laughs> we're not. Maybe, and I'm not trying to say that you still <laughs> I was like, wait, Jesus, wait. How do I I'm take just that? Trying to, I'm just trying to own my own shit and not put it on you too. <laughs> no. So. No, it, it's really interesting. I'm, I, this probably isn't the direction we wanted to go in this conversation, but I'm going to go there anyway. Um, you know, I'm, I'm finding that, uh, you know, before we sold the house, we were living somewhat of a predictable life in terms of, I went to work, right. got up at a certain time, or well, I'll speak for myself, got up at a certain time. Yes, because I did <laughs> you know, your life got really crazy after COVID, but, um, and it was sort of like, okay, I know how to operate in this, right? Mm-hmm. I know the healing and the work that I've done in my life. I know um, in in the relationships that were around me, I knew what I could trust and 
for the most part and what I couldn't. And, um, and I just kind of did that thing, but there's something about selling everything, um, putting your life into like a hundred square feet. I don't even know if we have that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and putting your life out there without any perceived security blankets. Right. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know what tomorrow's going to be. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know if this grocery store is going to have a bathroom that's usable. Like, I mean, you just don't know what the day is going to be. And, um, and then I'm trying to build a business at the same time. And, you know, I just spent yesterday on a call with my uh, life coach and business coach and, um, realizing that some of this old shit is still coming up. Like, because it is deep. It is deep. And and one of the things that came up for me was around um, money and how I perceived, mm. um, you know, what it what it means to be successful and what it means to fail. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, real these old stories of um, our finances being observed by an entire congregation. Um, an entire congregation decides how much money we're worth. (laughs) And then um, if we take a certain kind of vacation, then that's too frivolous. (laughs) If we buy a certain kind of car, then that's, I mean, I actually got talked to by elders about a car that we bought. Um, So it's, it it was, there's such this, um, this tie to how uh, to whatever normal you were talking about. Maybe we're just normal. I go, I don't know that we are um, because we've got all this other shit that we don't quite know what to do with. Right. You know, um, I was asked um, in my coaching call yesterday, you know, what does wealth feel like to you? And I, all I could come up with was it's, Anything beyond need. Right. <laughs> How crazy is that? Right. Anything beyond need. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just realized that, you know, there's still still a lot of, you know, things that we're processing in this journey that are the journey itself is bringing up and um, asking us to, um, to kind of interact with and to face relationships with people, trusting people, um, but also just all the stuff that went around, what it means to actually live a life, right? Yeah. So. um, The road, the road brings a lot of shit up. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, it's. Well, because you, because you get out of your, I mean, you don't, we don't have the, the same, like the routines to like that you can just fall into. They kind of buffer. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. kind of say, okay, this is how I can do life and, yeah. Yeah. and it feels good. So I can, I can work in this lane. Yeah. Right. And then you take all those parameters off and you just say, well, it's kind of open to anything now. Yeah. And now we got to deal with some stuff. And then yeah. you go, oh, yeah. that's there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I thought I had that handled, but now it's just, it's yeah. just in a different vessel, I guess. So, so there was a, a conversation that kind of spurred off of our conversation, you know, that last, as, night? That last night that I kind of wanted to talk about a little yeah. bit. Um, cause I think it's, I think there's a lot to unpack there, but, uh, before we do that, let's take a quick break. Does that sound good? Okay. 
feeling quite sassy today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't quite know where this next, you know, conversation is going to go. <laughs> you know, I had a good cry yesterday. So, yeah, the sass I, I, is here. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm not usually like that. But I was like, you're crying. <sighs> <laughs> um, I'm paying a life coach to let me cry. So I know, but there was like, yeah, there was seriously like I, everything was seemingly fine, and then all of a sudden you're crying, and I'm like, I don't know what to do right now because I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was totally talking about you. <laughs> I guess I'm. I, I, I guess I'm thinking about a different time because. <laughs> You've cried twice since we've been here. Oh, oh that crying. <laughs> that crying was... Oh, my God. That's, that that is going to come up in my road story. That'll in your road story. Oh, my God. Oh, so I am directly responsible. <laughs> you are directly responsible for that one. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Jesus. I think that's been a good show for today. And we might... <laughs> oh, no. I'm just starting to have fun. Uh, so <laughs> when we went to our delightfully refreshing break... Um, I, <laughs> what? Because it wasn't that funny. Oh, you know, it's just the things I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, there's a there's letting people into our our inner sanctum, our sacred space, <laughs> as it as it once was called. <laughs> And then there's our sacred space. <laughs> well, yeah. It wasn't all that fun. It was just, you know. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> we had to take breaks for reasons, you know. So, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is that uh, after our, well, not after, during our time at the at the Harvest House with all yeah. our, with all our new friends, friends. Yeah. We did have this conversation. They got, they got pretty serious and and uh and and one of them just said you know and in all this you know being on the road and all that you know it is the world really as bad as it feels like it is does it really and not and not bad i don't know if that was the words we is it really as chaotic is it really as out of control as it feels like it is it was kind of the and i took that's not a quote that's a a second to say yes yes you, you were you were like fuck yeah (laughs) uh but you know we we talked about it for a while and there's this there's this part of it where it's like yeah it just it really does feel chaotic and crazy and out of control and and like people are just like so divided and and Mm -hmm. and you know and at the and at the same time, we have these incredible moments too, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you know, it's it's something that you you know, I've heard pretty much my entire life growing up, you know, is the the old timers of which, you know, we're getting there. Um <laughs> that were like Well in my day, you know. <laughs> Can I just note we made friends with thirty year olds? <laughs> or 30 somethings I, I just right. i felt quite accomplished yes but also 70 somethings so um yeah yeah, yeah we were the whole gamut. We were they right were the all there yeah we were kind of in the middle one couple married for 52 years yeah they were ama- amazing they were sweethearts yeah yeah absolutely amazing love them um 
but uh yeah it's this thing of like uh you know this has been i mean like every generation i think kind of gets to the point where they're like well it used to be better than this you mm-hmm. know back in my day when i was growing up it used to be better than this and i you know, I there's this there's this part where like if you if you have any amount of common sense at all, which not everyone does, <laughs> uh, but if you do, then you recognize that uh, you know uh, so much of what you look back on and think was your you know the glory days and the you know just the the beautiful times and kids running in the yard and not you know not coming home till the sun goes down all that kind of stuff was just young ignorant perspective you know <laughs> and it's like as you as you grow older you become aware of much more of the world and the world seems to close mm-hmm. in and, and feel a bit darker and i yeah. and i so I, I don't know that i don't know i don't know that things are any more chaotic or out of control or wild than they than they used to be i mean there there have been some truly horrible chaotic times in the world's history mm-hmm. um you are you are just saving up i guess you're just like chomping at the bit right now oh, i'm just i just want to know if you are you asking me a question in this no this is all oh. <laughs> are you avoiding asking yes. me I, what i'm trying to do is not stop talking because <laughs> as soon as I do, you're going to start and then I'll be like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you brought this up. All right. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, history does repeat itself. So there are some things that just aren't new under the sun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one conversation we've found ourselves in multiple times is that um, technology has changed. The way we we do life, it it wasn't um, a factor in how we grew up as kids, not in the sense that it is now. Yeah, and but I am not. Dumb. I I know, but this is pertinent to what you just said. It does that does that just simply make us more aware of the chaotic craziness? No. What it what it does is it creates its own. Um, its own issues, issues that never existed before. Like what? Um, uh, social issues, for one. That's true. Um, um, information issues, um, how we get our information, how much information we get, how much... You're talking, are you talking about like reliability of information, no, false no, no, no. information, all that I'm kind just, of stuff, or just... I'm just saying, when, when I was growing up as a kid, if you wanted to watch the news, there was like a... Five o'clock local, six o'clock national, and then at ten o'clock there was another um, news, and then at ten thirty David Letterman came on. Yeah, like this was the routine. This is how you got information, Thank right? God, well, that you didn't say Jay Leno. Thank God. Well, it was because when I was at my grandpa's house, it was David Letterman. When I was at my house, everybody was in bed. Um, <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, is that. There was one funnel in which information came in. Um, the phone that I had growing up was corded, hooked to the wall. Jesus we had, Christ, you're old. I know. We had to share it. <laughs> Two people couldn't be on a phone at the same time in one household. Right, right. Um, your social life stopped when you left school. And then you had a different social life when you came home with possibly neighborhood kids. 
Um, if and you, Wednesday night youth group, there was a different social life. And then um, if you chose to pick up that phone that you had to share with the other family members in the house, um, then you might have continued social life, right? So the, and also somebody else might pick up the other line in the and house then and then whole hear whatever you're saying. So you better be careful. And the big <laughs> dilemma was, do I answer the call waiting or do I ignore it? And like it never happened. Right. Um, so, so when you look at the complexity of how we live today, obviously we've, we've <clears throat> merged our way into this. We've evolved into it. Um, our kids don't understand the big shift that you and I had to make in life with technology. Sure. Um, but to say that it doesn't have a part of what feels like chaos in the world right now would be, uh, actually would be pretty ignorant of us because what we have coming in is so much information. And now we, ha we are responsible for filtering all of that information to see which one is the one we should be listening to. And multiple ideas, multiple opinions. Um, it isn't streamlined like it used to be. So what that does to us is it, as a person to take on all of that, um, it's an incredible amount of stress. So when we talk about is the world really as chaotic as it feels? Yeah, it is. Because we're, we're allowing more in. We're kind of forced into it just because of technology. But um, what it's also done is it has um, removed us from that small community of people that we interact with on a daily basis, those we go to school with, those that we live in the house with, our family members, our neighbors. And it has made us community members with the entire world. So yeah. um, that's a lot of responsibility and it's a lot of ideas, a lot of cultures to try and process. Was that what you expected me to say? It wasn't that sassy. It was just. No, it wasn't. No. And, and yes, because, you know, <laughs> I don't know what people think, but we actually do fucking talk all the time, you know, apart from this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm aware of your. <laughs> um yeah, I, I, yeah. So, in your thinking, then, and what you, in what you were saying, does, uh, is is technology really that kind of that one major difference that that throws everything into a whole different level of chaos? And I'm asking you, you know, I'm asking kind of what you think on that, but you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, it absolutely changed everything. Well, I mean, it, it did. It, I, rem I remember thinking back um, about around the time that you and I had first gotten married. We were a couple of years married. And I was thinking my grand my great grandmother had passed away the year of our marriage. So about six months after we got married. Right. In that was 1995. And she was born in 1901. And I used to s just kind of fathom at that time all of the changes that she went through from horse and buggy to automobile to um, bathroom outside the house to inside the house to um, oven in the house to microwave. Radio, television. Yeah, all of the technology. And, CB radio, yeah, telephones. And, <laughs> and, and I just would marvel at how gracefully she seemed to participate in life with all of those changes. Yeah. And as drastic as those changes seem, 
we're our lifespan, your and I's lifespan, is even ten times that. Um, we've got cars that can drive themselves. Um, we have um, connection with any person on the planet we want to have connection with. Yeah, we carry more computing power in our in our pockets, our back pocket for <laughs> than uh, than what NASA used to you know put people on the moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's wild how it's. Oh man, I just hiccuped. How it uh, how it snowballs. Um, so to and, think that I mean, I actually, I mean, I give kudos to um, generations before, but I really give kudos to our generation um, right now because we have had to make these monumental shifts in not just oh that's a really cool feature I now get to have in my house. Yeah. To how we actually have community, how we actually be a human being on the planet. It's, um, it's a lot of adjustment. So when I hear, um, you know, campaign slogans that say, you know, make America great again, I just go, well, that's just stupid because we're never going to be again. We're, we just can't like technology won't let us be again. Yeah. We will be something else. Right. So how can we be great? Something else. Here, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. No, that's yes. Mm, that's good. So what? So then, if if the world feels chaotic, we have we have a choice. Yeah. Um, we can be overwhelmed by it, which would be a very valid choice because I think it can be incredibly overwhelming, paralyzing. Let's hunker down onto Grandpa's property, and you know, and just do the way we know life was the thing that feels safe, the thing that feels okay. Yeah. Or we say my grandson lives in a world where he climbs up onto my bed to watch TV with us and he goes and touches the screen to swipe it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And he's not even three yet. Yeah. So we're talking about a future that is going to be um unbelievable at the rate that technology changes we are going to have to choose to either stay back or to be ready to move with it right so um that i think we're at this really crazy time where all of those generations and all of those um uh, past, present, and future are colliding at one time. Yeah, and we're yeah. trying to live in a present moment, but we're we still have the past, and we're contemplating what the future is, and it's really hard to stay present, right? Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, of course I am, because I'm always right. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think that it's a. Uh, I mean, I I think that you know one of the things is is as you become more aware of the world around you, the, the world gets a little scary because I mean, and I, yeah, and I do think that, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's always been scary. There's always been scary things in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're right that, you know, this, you know, in the age that we live in today, uh, the, the scariness of things mm-hmm. <laughs> have a much broader, um, spectrum 
and can be uh, a little more, um, a little bit more of a real threat too. I mean, when you think about it, you know, what are, what are the things that people used to be scared of? Well, you, you know, you're scared of, you know, war. Um, well, us thing. growing up, we were always scared of Russia. Scared of Russia. Funny how history Scared of nuclear itself. bombs. Um, scared of, you know, <laughs> when you, you, you know, yeah. But no, I mean, no, I mean but it's yeah. just like, hist- like I said, history just But those are really scary itself. things. But at the yeah. same time, it's like those are still kind of like far off kinds of concepts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what kinds of things are people scared of now? Well, they're, they're scared of identities being stolen, you know, okay, well, that can literally happen to anyone at any time in yeah. any place. They're scared <laughs> of catfishing. They're scared of catfishing, which can happen to anyone, anytime, any place. Um, they're scared of, um, you know, uh, it, the list yes, is long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those kinds of things that are that are real and present kinds of threats, just in because we use they're they're scared of the you know. Um, our inform- how much of our information is out there? How mm-hmm. much do people know about us? How much, you know, is privacy even a thing? It is not. Uh, <laughs> that was <laughs> it a little, does not exist. That was a little sideline there. <laughs> but, but yeah, those are real things. And so I think there's a part of it where um, we just kind of go numb to it. And so, which is, any, oops, um, any kind of, ongoing persistent threat you either like i think i would say by and large as as humanity we either have to address it and and neutralize the threat or you have to ignore it Mm -hmm. because you you can't just live under the threat of it and not do anything about it Mm -hmm. forever and so the the chaos i think that we feel is that there's just it's just coming from so many directions, you know, it and is, that is yeah. a, that is a, uh, one of the, <laughs> I would say one of the cons of, of the, the technological age that we, that we live in, the information age that we live in is that there is, you, you, you like people talk about shutting it off. Mm. Y- you can't. Well, we, we actually had that conversation with everybody, um, at that last campsite. Yeah. Um, because we have Starlink and Starlink has changed the game for us, um, to be nomadic and, um, not everybody there had Starlink. So we were having this conversation around, um, you know, access to tech to the internet and somebody brought up that, isn't it funny that we do this life to kind of get out of the normal, but yet, we still stay plugged into everything. <laughs> and um, and it's really true. I mean, some of us really just have to work from the road in order to keep doing this lifestyle, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but to completely unplug, um, it, I think it's a really difficult thing now. And yeah. so we can keep fighting it. And we can say, okay, I need to unplug for a day or a week or, you know, a period of time. But ultimately, in order to be a citizen of this world, we're going to have to plug back in. Right. And we're going to have to understand how the world is working or um, we're going to continue to feel overwhelmed, chaotic, um, frustrated. Right. Yeah. uh, Not to mention that. Can you actually unplug? 
Right. I, I mean, mean, it's like, I mean, I mean just seriously, when you, when you think about it, when you think about, you know, the simple things that we use on a regular basis, I mean, the, you know, map apps and our mm-hmm. cell phone, you know, just to stay in touch with friends and family. Um, it's, uh, you know, and of course there's the whole, you know, Netflix and social media and all that kind of stuff, which, okay, you could turn all those off, you know, read more. That'd be great. Um, but then there's like, okay, well, you know, what about how we live on the road? So we're we just going to carry like suitcases of cash with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't need a suitcase for our cash. <laughs> That's really funny. To Barely me. need a wallet. <laughs> oh, we would need more than a wallet. No, I would we need, wouldn't. I would need at least a large manila envelope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Not even. Anyway, mm. um, you know, there's that. Uh, but, you know, it's like, okay, well, then how are you going to replenish that cash? You know, we, you know, you got to, if you're going to do work somewhere, you're only going to find places that will pay you cash to work. And it's like, good luck with that. You know, <laughs> it's like. Okay, so to, so to, the even the thought of going like truly off grid and just being like, you know what, we're just going to disappear from everything, is near impossible. Well, it's not that it. It's actually not that it's impossible or near impossible. It's that it it comes with limits. So okay. So you're, I mean, because we met a couple at the expo who talked about how they are a cash only system. They don't have actual jobs um that they're doing on the road they pick up jobs as they go oh and so right this yeah. is how they fund yeah. themselves right yeah. and they just do like they do odd jobs for cash yeah right. no you're right. right you're right you're right. right but with that comes other limits there comes freedoms but there comes limits as well so it's just a choice it's yeah, neither yeah you know but I, but i think if if a whole group of people tried to do that you would find out how very hard it is if not impossible for everyone to be able to do that I, I just everything think goes to bitcoin then we're really in trouble <laughs> or are we no we were not we're not <laughs> we're but just fine we're just fine with um, couple but, of no but i was gonna I'm say saying, couple of bitcoin that would be a lot of bitcoin yeah um <laughs> we do not have a couple of bitcoin <laughs> um no uh i think that uh that Usually when we feel stuck in life, we feel yeah. overwhelmed, we feel like there's chaos, it's because we don't know how to transist. We don't know how to move from the space I'm in to the next space. Maybe we don't have enough information. Maybe we don't know how to navigate that. Maybe we don't know how to make the decisions around that because we don't actually understand everything that's going on. There's a lot of factors. Sure. But transition in and of itself is difficult. And so when we when we choose to to stay stuck and we choose to kind of fight the transition, then that's what it will be for us. It will be frustration, it will be fight, and people will go on without us. Um that's okay. It, it's a choice. You can do that. But um but there's also a flow in which the world is going and technology is a part of that. And I think that if we want to move forward and we want to not feel frustrated all the time, we're going to have to figure that piece out. Sure. Sure. 
But it's, I think it's why we feel so, it's not the only why. I think there's another why. But it's part of the why we feel so much frustration in our politics, in our, in our social, um, uh, like our communities. Like how we feel polarized. Because there's this, this let's go back and then there's this let's go forward. And we don't know where we're supposed to be. It's like tug of war. It is, it is. And I think that as humans, think about the times you've moved from one house to the next. The worst space is the between the packing up and the unpacking. It's the worst space, right? And I feel like that's where we're at right now, particularly in America. I won't speak for the rest of the world. But um, that's where we're at politically, socially, um, just in life in general. We're between the packing up and the unpacking. Sure, sure. Hmm. I had a title for this podcast long before we started talking. Oh, you did? It doesn't seem appropriate now. Oh, what was it? Had something to do with goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. It doesn't really fit me so much. I don't know. You can probably figure it out. So I think it's my turn. Oh, it is. Oh, road stories. Yeah, we do. Have, we have some fun road stories this week. I think. I you think. go first. I don't know. Oh, okay. So, uh, so mine has it kind of is around the same uh, the harvest host party that we had at our house. Oh my gosh! Night. Yes, I do know the story. Okay, go for it. And uh, and yeah, we had you know after the the happy hour at the place we. Uh, we invited we had the everybody. Extended happy hour. Yeah, and I had just. Uh, oh wait, I hadn't roasted coffee yet. That's right, I hadn't roasted coffee yet, but I had some leftover coffee, and I was like, "I make coffee martinis," and mm-hmm. and they were all like, "What the hell? We have to try these coffee martinis." And so, um, so you know, and I just walked away and said, "I'm getting it all ready," and I'm like. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to follow me. They might not like me. They might not come. And it was this long lull in between, and I wasn't and then sure they if all they came. would. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of people here. Yeah, and it was so much fun. And yeah. we talked, and we laughed, and we, you know, it was just like, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was bliss. And yes, and, you know, somebody brought out weed, and there was talk of other things, but that never happened. But there was, <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was, uh, it was a fun night. Well, there were there was lots of tasting of different things. So there was the there was yes. the we had some the espresso uh, martinis. We had peanut butter screwball. We had peanut butter screwball. Yeah, pe- so whiskey. screwball, yeah, which is a peanut butter whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, and uh, which is way too fucking sweet. And, <laughs> um, and then somebody else brought some scotch, and I'm like, I don't really care for scotch, but I wanted to try it, and it was like this non peaty, non smoky scotch. And I was like, that's actually pretty decent. It was really cool. It was like everybody brought their favorite thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And we just uh, shared. And again, there was like, you know, the 30-year-old couple, and there was the 40-year-old us, and there was the 60-year-old person and there was the 70 year old couple and there was and we were all just, just having yeah. a wonderful time together and like we were sharing like stories. truly enjoying ah. each other yeah 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 so uh, i i i was a little tipsy tipsy <laughs> and it was late at night when we like you said it was like one o'clock when we went to bed and uh i have sleep apnea um, which is, you know, a combination of being old and being overweight. 
Um, and I, uh, I have both of those things. So I got bad sleep <laughs> apnea. <laughs> um, and what and, do you do to save your marriage? <laughs> yes. Well, let me say before that, like when you go to do a sleep apnea test, they like, they hook you up to all these things and then they have you sleep in the, the sleep center there. At least this was the way it used to be. They've changed a little bit now. And, uh, and they just monitor you all night with all of these wires and tubes hooked in all this kind of stuff. I don't know how you, you fucking sleep anyway, but somehow I managed to sleep through it and then got up the next morning and the, and I was like, so how'd I do? And it was just a tech there. And he's like, well, I can't really talk about the results. You know, the doctor, I'll talk to you about your results, but you definitely have sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at one point I had like a two minute apnea. Now what an apnea is, is like when your throat closes and you stop breathing, I stopped breathing for two minutes in the middle of the night and it didn't wake me up. I just like, you know, I finally like gasped for air and then kept going I'd probably kick you or... Yeah, so that's what happens when I'm home, right? When right, I'm not at right. the sleep center, right? right, right <laughs> and right. so uh, so I sleep with a sleep apnea machine because it like it's like this forced air pressure that keeps my throat open so that I don't suffocate in the middle of the night, okay? Right. Um, and so I sleep too. Yes. And so you sleep too. Cause I don't snore. I don't do, you know, any of those well, things. I, it's not about snoring. It's about thinking you're the dying. gasping. Yeah. It's yeah. the gasping. Yeah. So, uh, so a sleep apnea machine is pretty important for me to, you know, it's it, a part of why we had to engineer the electric, <laughs> yeah. the electrical. Cause it's gotta be, it's a yeah. machine. It's gotta be plugged in all night yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, so in my tipsy state, I go to bed and, and I kind of start, you know, I'm on my phone first of all, cause I'm kind of winding down and, and, you know, and I think I nodded off a little bit. And so you're like hitting me and you're I'm like, like I'm like, put your, your mask, mask on. on, you know? And I'm like, ah, rah, 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 rah. and so I put it on. And then a couple more times in that, you're like, put your mask on. And I'm like, it's on, you know, which I can't really talk. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good mimic. That was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, cause it covers my whole mouth and, uh, and so then, you know, I wake up at like, and okay, we went to bed at like one o'clock in the morning. I wake up at like a quarter to five and I'm like, oh, something is not working with this thing. You're yawning. You're yawning in the middle of my story. What the hell? You gave me alcohol. Is it that boring? Is this no. a terrible road story? No, it's not. Please give me. <laughs> Jesus. I just yawn. It's just a thing. You've never yawned on the podcast before. I, I You've never yawned on the podcast before. This drink makes me sleepy. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm going to hurry and get this over. You did it again. <laughs> Just, are you, are you fucking with me now? That one I was. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So anyway, uh, so I, uh, I'm like, this thing isn't working. And I finally like rip it off my head. And I kind of, you know, go back to sleep and, and, you know, just for a, a little while. And then I'm back up and awake and all that kind of stuff. Well, the next morning I'm telling you that it, I don't know that my, something's wrong with my sleep apnea. And, and I looked down and it wasn't plugged in. So not only do I struggle with sleep apnea and, you know, my throat closing and gasping for air, but then I put a large rubber, you know, silicone rubber mask over my face with no air going into it. I don't know how I didn't die for real. I seriously. I don't. Th I, that's the first died. time I've ever ever done that in right. years of having right. a sleep apnea. It's the first time I've ever done that. You are still fucking yawning. I just am. All right. You know what? 
It's your turn. I'm sorry. I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> it's your turn. It's your Yeah, I'm sorry to be boring you with my road story. No. What's your road story? It better be good. It better be goddamn good. It's your fault. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> What's your road story? Oh, my gosh. So this place that we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, very hard earned. Um, we're... God, you are tired, aren't you? I am tired. You just got tired all, all of a sudden. sudden. I did. Do you need me to tell this story for you? Stop <laughs> yawning. It's terrible. I know. It's terrible I that know. you're doing this. Okay. Um, it's really hot in here, too, so it's, it's making me sleepy. Um, no, we, we're driving up these different roads trying to find a place to, you know, park and settle in. But we get into this one spot up here that... I literally just had to stay out of the vehicle. I had to go for a walk. I had to stay away because all I heard was creaking and I could see the R-Pod swaying. And I'm like, you jackknife the whole thing. It was a terrible oh, okay, thing. Okay, 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 okay. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> Usually when you talk about like jackknifing something, it's because you're going down the road and you make a wrong, you know, you swerve wrong or something, you jackknife your trailer or something. We were in a at the end of a road that we didn't know was ending, and it was a very tight space. And I was turning around, doing a probably hundred point turnaround with our jeep and the trailer that spread out could not have fit in that space. And I think I, that's goddamn fucking amazing I, that I, I was I, able I'm to sure do that. Is. I'm sure it is, but in the process of doing that. It was a full-on panic attack for me. <laughs> I I just had to hit this point where I'm like, uh, we aren't sure if we're selling or not selling the Jeep. And so then all I can envision is that two one of two things is going to happen. The R-Pod is going to, it's going to get top-heavy. It's going to fall over and pull the Jeep over. Like, the whole thing's going to, like. And then it's going to explode. Right. It's going to explode in a um, ball of fire. No, no, no. It, it wouldn't do that because that would be lucky. Um with me in it no 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 no. you know no, last week no, you no, talked no, no, about no. killing me no, no, no. this week okay, you're imagining me <laughs> no what i mean is it would be lucky that that didn't happen because it would be just bad enough that it really sucks and our whole life has changed and we don't know how to fix this or afford this or whatever yeah but we're so... lucky because we're alive that's the part i'm talking about oh, okay okay um but then uh, you finally come out, and I, the whole time I'm just trying to, I I think I counted to a thousand, um, trying to get just get yeah, my yeah. Um, panic level down. And I trashed the Jeep. I mean, trashed it. Trashed the trailer, didn't I? Trashed it. Oh no, there's not a mark on the Jeep okay. or the trailer. Well, That's... all I could hear was that everything was falling apart. <laughs> And everything was falling on the inside. So again, I just think it was pure driving anyway, genius. Anyway, we get happened. we get to this next spot, and um, and I would just I was just like, I was just done. Like um, there was dirt and there was mosquitoes and there was hot, <laughs> and and I was spent. And I had a call that I had to be on in 15 minutes and um, a, a training call. So I had to be like really present. I had to like be in this mindset to be there to learn this stuff. And 
And I just came in and I'm setting up my computer and I'm just bawling. Um, because it was just, it was just a lot. It was. It was just a lot. It was a lot. Some days I just, I like, I like sand, but I don't really like dirt. (laughs) I don't, I don't really enjoy camping my entire life. I like to be clean sometimes. Um, I would like to know what it feels like to actually fix my hair, like to present to the world. Right, right. So it all just kind of collided in that moment. And so my road story is that no matter what kind of driver you can be, I, it's, it's freaking terrifying to me. And I, and I realize it goes back to my childhood, of course, because everything goes back to your fucking childhood. And... Uh, my dad used to take us out in our Ford Bronco and we would, he would try and four wheel drive, but then we would kind of slide off to the side of the hill. And then he was like, everybody lean to this side so that we don't put the weight over there. I'm actually leaning. So that's why my voice went away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I realized how terrifying that was as a kid. And I, it just, it, you know, like we said, if it's something to be dealt with, it comes out on the road. And so yes. for me, it came out there and uh, and it was just a total like emotional meltdown. Yes, yeah. <sighs> this uh, this is very appropriate. <laughs> road <laughs> stories. That's how we close that out. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it feels like my childhood. <laughs> Suck it up, kid. Road stories. <laughs> yes, that is my voice, by the way. If no one could tell, it's my voice. Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about what we're going to be next week. Um, but before that, just real quick, we want to mention that uh, if you haven't seen our "Getting Lost with You" stickers or magnets. Uh, we have those for sale now. now if yeah. anybody wants to pick one up, you should just go check them out. So where can they see those? Um, in either um, the Instagram or of either of our accounts. So we have a Getting Lost With You podcast, and then we have Getting Lost With You, which is just really the travel part. Um, either one of those. Getting Lost With You is has underscore between the words. Yeah, it's Getting really Lost With You podcast is just one, one word. word. Yeah. But either one of the links in those bios will get you to a place where you can purchase stickers. Sure. So our oldest daughter has all of our stickers for us we'll ship, and, she'll ship and them ship them out. Them out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Anyway, just go check them out because they're – Yeah. They're – I think they're lovely. Well, you can buy the sticker or the magnet. Um, Also, we still have the first 20 people to sign up for um, Patreon. We'll get uh, both of those. There's 19 left because we have have our first signer. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, So, uh, yeah. So, that's how that works. Um, And then I felt like there was something else in there. Oh, YouTube. So oh, yeah, we're putting today our, yeah. I just worked on getting us on to YouTube. So if that's your favorite channel to listen to podcasts, um, it's we're, on there. It's not, we don't have video yet. We're, we're working that out. It's a little complicated in a yeah. really small space. So, um, But we're working it out. So, yeah. But for now, you, you know, if that's a more convenient place to, to listen, then you can find yeah, us there. Then you so, can find us yeah. there. It's an easy way to share, too. Um, but, yeah, we, we love that people are listening. Um uh, if you like and letting us know that you listen, yeah. please just, I mean, just as much as we can hear good. from you, it's a, uh, it's awesome. Cause then we can respond and you know, all that kind of stuff too. And so. the other is, um, I'm working really hard at this other podcast, liberate your story podcast. Um, I'm having a lot of, um, you know, 
fun, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word in creating yeah. the content for that, but um, and making that for the world. And then uh, pretty soon, I will be able to launch that episode of the Connected Podcast with our new friend Amanda that's and right. her story. So that's that right. will be coming soon too. Yeah. Uh, so just to, to finish out here real quick, uh, where we're going to be next week. The quick answer to that is who the fuck knows. So we're not entirely sure this if time. We're going, if we're going north or if we're going south. But we're going to get even more coastal because yeah. I have a big week coming up. Of, yeah, um, we got to get somewhere kind of set up where yeah. we can just really, yeah, you can just do your thing. So, But we will let you know on the next podcast where we are. Yeah, <laughs> we just yeah. don't know where that's going to be ahead of time. I'm so, hoping it has a beach view. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of exciting. That's, uh, you know, we're... Yeah, a little adventure, little adventure, right? So, all right, it's uh, way past our dinner time. Let's go eat some dinner. How about that? Sounds good. All right, we'll see everybody.